Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Welcome to episode 44 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers and screenplays. I'm Ryan. Hey, what's up? My name is Nathan. And please excuse the noise. You might hear some engine noise, loud engine from a jet. Shh, we're on a plane. Because we're on a plane right now, unfortunately. We're leaving on a jet plane. Yeah, we are leaving on a jet plane because we never heard from our good friend and junior producer, Jack. Uh, just to recap the story here, uh, I'm sure everybody knows if you listened to the last couple episodes, but we were in Minneapolis, St. Paul, hanging, spending most of our time at the, the beautiful airport there for two weeks, and because we were hoping to hook up with our friend Jack, who invited us to Minneapolis to discuss some pictures that he wanted to produce of ours, Nathan Hare Skater, working title, and Tic-Tac-Toes, a dramatic thriller screenplay. As we're sitting, let me explain this to you. Actually, Nathan, why don't you describe it? You're better at at telling this story that just happened five minutes ago. (laughs) Well, (sighs) here's the story. We are sitting, we are depressed, essentially. Okay, I'll tell the story. So we're (laughs) (laughs) we're sitting in the plane. We've got our neck pillows on. We are sad and defeated. We haven't been able to get a hold of Jack at all. We're sad, but the flight attendant is telling us to put our phones into airplane mode, and we both receive a text in a group message saying, "Hey, I thought I said this is from Jack." He says, "Hey, I thought I said uh, July, not May." Oops, new text. Are you free tomorrow? I'm have. I'll be can hang out. Yeah. Then we are scrambling trying to get the the pilot to at this point the plane is moving we're like stop the plane stop the plane stop the plane we need to get off have you seen argo it's the opposite of that where they're trying to take off fast we're trying to stop it yeah we were trying to get everyone is yelling at us people are taking out their phones to record it as trying to get the try to make the video go viral just in case there was a airport police person Air, you know, flight police from the FAA on board. We didn't want to cause too much of a commotion. We wanted to take it right to that red line. Yeah. But long story short, we could not get them to go back to the go back to the terminal. We taxied and hit the runway and took off, and that's it. We missed Jack. Yeah, it's a bummer, and now we're flying, and I think everyone hates us very much on this plane. Um, it's, a, it's also a red-eye flight, so we're trying to be not too loud because everyone's kind of dozing off, etc. Yeah, but we People, got we got our lights yeah. on, and we're recording. I'm glad we always bring the mics with us. Yeah, so. yeah. Hopefully they do the drinks soon because I am very interested in a Sprite. Um, but, yeah, it's good times. We had a good trip. Um Great trip. Love Minneapolis-St. Paul. Real shame that Jack uh, 
kind of mixed up those dates. What I don't understand is that he texted us back to the with the uh, from the phone number that we were sending all our messages to. You can see it right in line with all the texts that we sent him. Yeah. So did he not get our texts for three two weeks or what? And he was responding to me sending a text that said, well, Jack, we're on the plane. This is the last chance. We won't be able to get off crying emoji. Yeah. And then he responded immediately right saying, oh, can you come tomorrow? And I said, no, do you just read? I just said that we can't get off the plane. But we tried yeah. and failed to do so. And, and then at that yeah. point, a flight attendant told Nathan to shut his phone down or he'd be going to prison. Yeah. And, and I said, lock me up and he, throw away the key. No. Just get Nathan's, me off this plane. Nathan kind of let out a bit of a, uh, just a, a bit of a, you know, sh- light shriek and then kind of threw his phone down immediately and said, sorry. Yeah. That's actually what happened. What? Mm. Well, I wanted to That's okay. It's no me. problem. We got, uh, did not get arrested. The flight took off. We're optimistic, though. We're optimistic that we can make this happen with yeah. Jack still. Not sure if we we'll have be shifts. Back. We have shifts at uh, um, Steam Engine tomorrow. Unfortunately, yeah. with sucks. the early shift, we're going to get in and then immediately the start to walk. Yeah, start to work, which sucks. But what can you do at this point? It's just I would say we can't. We can't come back. We can't spend the money. We need to get back to our lives. We took all of our time off that we could for the year. For the next two years. Yeah. I would say worth it. I would say worth it overall. Definitely worth it. It was a good experience. Great food court at the airport. We, we, you know, we almost treated the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport as our office. Yeah. And I would say for people looking for a great place to find a co-working space, what better place than the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport? Lots of space, great food court, good food options, over 100 shops and services to choose from, desks in the food court, um, Wi-Fi, friendly faces, easy to access, really just a great, great place to, to work. Mm-hmm. So I would highly recommend it. Um, I don't know if we'll be back, but, you know, we'll... Um, Definitely cherish that memory forever. Nathan and I got a ton of work done. My wife, who's a human rights accountant, got lots of work done, she said. We tried to get out of her hair for most of the days, and it worked out well for all, except for Jack, who missed out on some great screenplays that we had uh, ready to go. We'll have to catch up with them soon, though, when we get home. Totally. So, yeah, I mean, what can you do but... Here we are. We might as well just do our regular episode, yeah. even if, even if it is on a plane, and we yeah. kind of keep quiet as to not to wake people or get anybody more mad at us. So yeah, who knows? There might even be some screenplay writer fans yeah. on this flight who <laughs> want to get us to sign a napkin or whatever, you know, something like that. That would be so uh, cool. Pretty so, cool. Hopefully, so. we can get the pilot to announce that we are on do, board. That we are on board. Yes, we have put in a request for the pilot to say something to us, but hasn't happened yet. But, I mean, it should happen happen. All right. Okay, well, well, today we're talking about rom-coms. Rom-coms it is today on board. I'm wearing my seatbelt, got my tray table in the upright position. Let's talk rom-coms. No, uh, it's kind of 
kind of a bummer because you see like some this is an older airplane they don't have like the uh, entertainment systems because it was yeah. hoping we could watch some movies because it's like we haven't been able to watch movies in months the, the wi-fi has been so spotty at the airport you know it's just like, not it's enough hard. bandwidth yeah to not really stream bandwidth. anything yeah so i was hoping for that too and a couple movie flights but they only do like they have you can see they have the screens a couple of rows of in front of us but it's they are turned off i guess because people are sleeping I mean, it's, they could play the yeah. movie and then and people could sleep over top of the movie for us you gotta for rent us geeks them. who really want to really want to watch a movie on a flight but yeah. oh well you could so rent talking. a rent a tablet and watch yeah. it but we're not really tablet renters we're not the tablet no not by type. any definition of the word no so well, let's let's talk rom coms. Yeah, uh, let's romantic talk what, comedies. What makes rom coms work? Um, the first thing you need is is uh, is the comedy, uh, and comedy comes through humor. It comes through jokes. It comes through laughter. It comes through scenarios that are amusing, interesting, engaging, and surprising. The three eyes, mm-hmm. I call them. Um, you can you can always remember that because you have two eyes plus one. Two eyes plus one, the three eyes of rom-coms. Yeah, you, you really want to make them funny. You also need two engaging characters, at least. And if you really want to take it up a notch, go four, go six engaging characters. Mm-hmm. Make it a make it a double, triple, quadruple rom-com, um, and it'll work even better. Yeah, totally. And, and rom-coms, you know, it's all about person meets person in an interesting way. Yeah. They have a relationship. There's conflict. And then they make up at the end and they're happy. And maybe there's Bingo. some friends in the mix. It's Bingo. really a simple formula. It's yeah. not too... It's not really... A, they're pretty easy to write. Not pretty easy to write if you're... Excuse me. Sorry, it's a red-eye flight. Um, yeah, we're... I feel like I'm going to doze off. I'm yeah. so tired. But rom-coms, what you want to do if you want to make it unique and different, you could throw in a bit of a twist on that formula. Throw in a twist on that formula. You could, uh, you know, you could perhaps, let's say, don't end up happy. You could end up sad. Yeah. You could end up a tragedy where everybody dies. You could make it a horror movie where it's really scary. You could make it a dramatic thriller. And those are all common twists on rom-coms where there's actually no romance or comedy throughout. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, you know, you think you're going to a rom-com, but you keep the poster a rom-com. You yeah. keep the movie poster a rom-com, but the twist is that it's not a rom-com. And that's a common twist that is quite effective. Yeah, and check out our episode on twists. I believe we did an episode on twists. We right? did. Yep, yeah, we did. Why don't we talk more about that? Yeah, so it's Absolutely. pretty simple. I mean, yep. I haven't really been in, rela- in a relationship for uh, ever. ever, really. Yeah, um, but which, that's which does, okay. Which is a bummer. Yeah, it's okay. But so I don't really have much real experience to draw on, uh, and I sort of just go on what I wish I could have. So but that's how I do, write. But yeah. you do on the calm part, and that's a, comedy. Fifty percent. Yeah, you well, bring the calm. Yeah. Comedi- well, comedy, communication, common. You have all of those factors going for you, and that is really what you bring to the table of a rom com. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit bummed. Just we need about to get some coffees over here. Yeah, give me. I wish Let me ding the bell. It. Yeah. Well, why don't we do script surgery? Yeah, let's do it. Scalpel. Dialogue. Today on script surgery, we're going to talk about the classic rom-com. 
the top rom-com universally beloved and adored by all, which is Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch is a rom-com. Everybody knows it. I uh, don't even have to describe what it is. It's a screenplay uh, starring Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. Um, the f- they're big Boston Red Sox fans, Jimmy Fallon's character is, and uh, they meet and don't want to go out, and then they eventually go out, and it ends up really happy. Great rom-com. Based on the, the book by Nick Hornby, obviously, of course, but his fever pitch is a soccer field. That's a bit of a twist. It's a British-written book translated into American by a brilliant screenwriter. We don't even need to say who, who what their name is. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it's good. I don't know if they even really described what script surgery is, but we, uh... Where we make him screenplay better, essentially. I'm sorry, I'm so tired. It's it's. You just take a nap, yeah. Nathan. I'll finish this one off. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that's, that's fine. I can contribute. That's Fever Pitch. It's a you know real classic rom com. Great humor, great comedy, great amusement. Highly recommended. Check it out. Um, and it's you know it's a romantic picture with comedy. Good times, good times. Let's do Logline Cage Match. Logline cage match is where we pitch each other ideas. Um, essentially, we give no hold bards feedback. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. To each other so we can improve. Yep, yeah, that's it. You nailed it there, bro. Um, today on Logline Cage Match, this is an idea that Nathan and I cooked up. Uh, we brainstormed it while we were at the Minneapolis St. Paul Airport Food Court Lounge. Just a lounge just outside the food court. Um, very comfortable. Nice seating with backs. Nobody likes a picnic table style seat with no backs to the, to the chairs. Everybody hates that. These ones had nice backs to them. Very comfortable place to sit and do some work. And that's what we did. And I mm-hmm. came up with this idea that I wanted to run by you, Nathan. I developed it a little bit. Um, I wanted to get your feedback. It's very... Apropos to the Minneapolis location, here it is. It's called The Translator. A renowned but mean American hockey coach from Minneapolis is hired to coach Slovenia's hockey team. But the only problem is he doesn't speak the language. So he hires Butch Scrapperton, a down-on-his-luck but highly likable Canadian former junior hockey phenomenon, to act as a translator. Scrapperton played for several years in Slovenia after being bounced from the NHL for being too rugged and creative. But instead of translating the American coach's wishes to the Slovenian players, he tells them to do something entirely different, to play with creativity and ruggedness. And they end up winning the Slovenian hockey goblet. That's the idea. Awesome. Bit of a rom-com with sports tied in. Yeah. Sport rom-com, Spocom. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Um, the, I, the love interest in this case is sports, obviously, as well as good love the guy, me, yeah. Bruce Butch Scrapperton, does get married during the, during the picture. Uh, that's n- another subplot. So it's a sport rom-com, Butch Scrapperton, down on his luck, but likable Canadian former NHL star. Too rugged, too creative for the NHL. They bounced him. 
that's how it works. What yeah. do you think? I love it. You should write it. You should write it when we get home. All right. All right. Well, maybe For I'll sure. write it. You you fall asleep. I'll uh, oh, sure. pound out a few pages. Probably be done a draft by the time we get home. Well, everybody, I'm going to be whispering now. Nathan's fallen asleep. Didn't take long. He's very tired. That's okay. He, his brain was working so hard, doing uh, so many ideas on this trip. Was a little. He's a little disappointed we didn't connect with Jack, but ultimately we're super thrilled with the experience and pretty sure we're going to be able to keep those ideas uh, on the table for, for Jack's company uh, and we'll m- make them happen. And as always... That's all for today's episode. As always, keep your dialogue snappy. 